Welcome to Maximal Being, a podcast devoted to ditching fad diets and using real science to get you healthy and feeling great. I'm Doc Mock, a GI and functional medicine doctor who harnesses the power of gut health to get you achieving your goals. And I'm Jackie P, a well-informed layman who challenges the experts and asks the questions that you want. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button or leave a comment. And now, on to the show. Hello, 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 Maximal Beans. It's, I feel like it's been a while. Too long. It's been a while. Big yeah. news, Doc Mock, I'm not going to tell you news, so you could tell why we've been gone for a little bit, but it's been fantastic news. But we've got a special, a little bit, something new for you today. We're trying something new. We're trying to keep it innovative. But before we get into that, it's I, Jackie P, your favorite layman. And uh, it's just going to be us today, just us. And Doc Mock, how are you? You're, you're glowing, Doc Mock, by the way. You, you, right. you look happy. Talk to us, Doc Mock. What's going on in your corner? Jackie B, firstly, you are my favorite layman. You're just oh. my favorite dude. I mean, you're my dude. You know, like, okay. I mean, I feel lucky to be in the presence of Jackie P. And yes, you're- I am glowing, Maximal Beings. Um, I'm a daddy. I mean, it's, and, and it's a boy. And Jackie P, I got to tell you of all the horrors and all the things that people told me about being a dad. I'm just, it's the best thing that I've ever done. And um, my heart is full and uh, he, he is just the, the best thing that has ever happened to us. So life is good, my friend. Life is good. And for those of you that are listening for the first time, I'm Doc Mock. I'm a therapeutic endoscopist, which is a fancy type of GI doctor that diagnoses and treats GI cancers, and I'm also boarded in functional medicine, and this is Maximal Being. Back to you, Jackie P. Yes. For those of you listening to us for the first time, this is, congratulations, you're you're going to be listening to a new segment. Paleo, keto, vegan, and carnivore. Maybe you've tried them all, but did you have success? Are you still doing that diet? Turns out there's not just one diet right for one particular person. By understanding how your body works and the relationship behind your body's workings and these diets, you can then approach the perfect plan for you. In the Perfect Human Diet course, we talk to you about your body's inner workings and the pros and cons of each plan. We discuss how our ancestors ate and have eaten and lay a framework to tailoring a plan that is perfect for you. To learn more about the Perfect Human Diet course, head to MaximalBeing.com slash courses to find out more. And as always, I'm Doc Mock, and I'm here to maximize your health. You cannot supplement your way to health, but there are things that we need to add to our lives that can maximize our pathway to wellness. The American diet is virtually devoid of omega-3 fatty acids, which play a major role in cardiovascular disease, gut permeability, and mental health. Personally, I take omega-3s every night and iHerb is the best place for clean, natural sources of supplements. I love the ZenWise Omega-3 Fatty Acid Supplement, which is free of fish burps and good for the environment. Head on over to MaximalBeing.com slash iHerb, that's I-H-E-R-B, and enter the code B as in boy, D as in dog, B as in boy, 5528 and receive 10% off your orders for all supplements. Maximize your supplements with iHerb. So, folks out there, uh, before we get into the segment, by the way, uh, we're going to play some clips for you. We have deemed it Sham or Graham, 
which working title, if you have any better ideas, we love for some ideas. But basically, with social media today, everyone's a self-appointed guru. Everyone has all types of faux science and bro science that they're pushing out there. And uh, I'll be honest, I got tired of seeing it. So I thought it'd be fun for Doc Mock and I to watch some of these videos and see if it's a sham or or Graham. Actually, the name actually doesn't really make sense when you really think about it, but it doesn't matter. You get the point. So we're going to start first. This one's called Jamu Juice, and that's J-A-M-U. If I say that wrong, Jamu, I'm not too sure. Uh, but uh, we're going to watch it. And it's not the name of the very popular company that dis- disperses juice all across America. And just as a disclaimer, we want to say we're not trying to disparage these very creative people, but we just want to make sure that you are very intrigued listeners who want to know about the real stuff, get to know what is the real science and what is the bro science. So take it away. Exactly. All right, let's get Jamu Jamu Juice. When you don't eat healthily, don't get enough sleep and exercise, and have too much stress, the body responds by triggering inflammation. It's also the root cause behind many health issues. Today I want to show you how to make a powerful anti-inflammatory drink called Jamu. It's an Indonesian tonic that's been around for centuries, and the people in Bali use this drink as a natural medicine for practically every health issue. Let's go. So you need half a cup of fresh turmeric, one finger length of ginger, and cut Just it worried small, about her leave fingers. the skin on. Yeah, you can put please. it all into your blender with four cups of coconut water and blend for about 60 seconds. Then you will place on your stove and simmer for about 10 minutes. Whoa, whoa. You're going to put a pinch of black pepper in it. And once it finishes, you'll squeeze <laughs> a lemon in it and a tablespoon of honey. Stir good and then you're going to strain it. You can put it into a glass bottle and you can drink a shot of this every morning hot or chilled. No. Could drink a shot of this every morning hot or chilled. Yeah. So I want to try something, Doc Mock. I feel like, yes, I'm the layman, but I think a layman learns, right? A layman oh. learns. Yeah. I'm going to give Mike brief synopsis and then you're going to come in and dunk at it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just because yeah. I remember some of our, our hosts, right? I know we, we yep. spoke with some, some friends and, and some of your friends. She said inflammation, right? Which is a big cause of a lot of health issues. I'm going to say that's good, right? I think we, we had that podcast. You probably remember the episode yeah. because you're way better at it. It's true, right? I remember being like a, a, a pro-inflammatory, you know, state is is not good exactly um, which is also it. oh thank you doc like i try yeah i'm just just trying to follow your lead and uh you know one thing i would tell folks to beware of also the folks who give you some truth up front and then follow it with lies right because that's something <laughs> too i'm not saying oh, she but... did this at all but right. just just because one thing that's true it isn't um, and it's also, it's Jamu, by the way. Yeah. Um, and uh, like Shamu or like Shamu with a yeah. J. Um, and I mean, that's pretty much all I've got. Honestly, I think the inflammatory thing is good. I don't know if this works. I'm, I don't know the nutrition behind it. Uh, I don't know why it's so important at Bali. They drink it in Bali. I don't know if that's a very healthy yeah. nation or a low inflammation nation. Yeah. It seems uh, like a moot point. I would, yeah, I would but, say, you know, but, uh, but Doc Mock, talk to us. What, what, what's your thought? So the first thing that jumps out at me is that I just really want to talk to her about her cutting technique. And 
I'm very worried about her nails and also her fingers. Uh, so when you cut, you cut with your knuckles down facing on the thing you're trying to cut. So that way, the knife, if it goes down, you're just barely nicking your fingers. Anyway, I this is not a cooking podcast. I mean, that's a very good point, though, because yeah. I mean, it can be a concerned. fully maximal bean if you cut off one of your fingers. That's not good. <laughs> that's right. Because right. it's not maximal. Yeah. It's made of ginger. Uh, it's made of turmeric. It's made of coconut water. It's made of honey. So let's break down each of these components. So ginger as a compound, the active component is gingerol. Gingerol is noted to be a anti-inflammatory. So the way that this works is primarily by blocking in, uh, something called COX, C-O-X. C-O-X is the same thing that we block when we take anti-inflammatory drugs like ibuprofen, etc. Um, now there are potential bad things that can happen when you block COX enzymes. The most important of which for us GI people is blocking platelet aggregation and the production of prostaglandins. Now prostaglandins make you have pain and they are inflammatory in some parts of the body, like your joints, but in the gut, that is what maintains the integrity of your gut mucosa. And so therefore blocking those COX uh, molecules, enzymes can have some deleterious effects in the gut. Those of you that have consumed raw ginger, like at a sushi place, you know, it can give you that little tummy rumbling and that is what's going on in there. However, it can actually, uh, it is a choleretic, meaning that your body makes something called bile and bile is one way to detoxify, right? The liver makes bile as a means of getting those toxins out. That's one way that you can do it. And so ginger does stimulate. It is a choleretic, as is turmeric. Now, turmeric is, is another active uh, compound uh, that is curcumin. Um, and turmeric is a very potent anti-inflammatory. There's great data on this for joint issues, for inflammatory bowel disease like Crohn's. Um, so both of those things in concept, I think, have very important uh, anti-inflammatory properties. So that claim, I think, is true, Jackie P. Oh, okay. And, and maybe to some extent, this detoxification and maybe to some extent aiding in digestion, but it's the claim that it is the end-all be-all cure-all when you're you know, doing a bender the night before. It's not going <laughs> to help you. Um, and in fact, I pulled some data, Jackie P, looking at uh, Jammu juice mm -hmm. uh, in a fashion in more of the holistic sort of journals. And when you randomize patients to Jammu juice, or placebo, there tended to be no difference in terms of gut-related side effects. So um, great in terms of the basic science, but this is just an example where somebody that maybe doesn't understand the jump from a rat to a human may, uh, may be spitting out a little bit of bro science there, Jackie P. Mm. How was that? No, I like it. You're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> You're just so smart. <laughs> I can't get over it. And hopefully that wasn't too um, doctory. No, I love it. it, it There's was no great. layman cards on the field. So no, I, just, no, I, I mean, I, with the ball, there, there were some stutters, but then you went yeah. back and you explained what it was. So, yeah. I, so I say we're going to say we're going to go more sham on that side. I think. Yeah, I think you know, so. so you say there's yeah. possible benefits, maybe middle of the road, possible benefits. Yeah. But, you know, maybe it's, it's not the end all be all. So, right. I think the science is sound. The thought process is good. But when you look at it for humans, turns out no different than taking salt pills. Okay. I like it. Let's move to so the next Just one. take some salt pills today. You know, yeah. just take salt pills. It'll cost you less. You won't lose a finger.
Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we got to talk to her about her her dicing uh, technique. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right. So this is the next one is eating on a fasted diet. Uh, here we go. Let me. Boom. Oh boy. All right. Are you ready? I'm excited. I am too. Actually, I love the scrub <laughs> hat. Firstly, I do too. Yeah. You're like I am in character. Yep. At all times. Yep. All right. Here we go. Whoops. So eating after a fast is metabolized totally different than eating in a fed state. It's much more forgiving to you. And what's going to happen is that you will produce less and less insulin even in the next few days after you've fasted one day. Look at oh, the rewards oh. I'm telling you about. Oh, dear. You ought to <laughs> diet. At least one day where you don't eat anything because it will give you a sustained benefit for days because your insulin sensitivity is going to be improved. So what happens here is that insulin stays nice and low. Your body becomes more sensitive to the insulin, produces less insulin. So you're not locking the fat stores and you keep burning fat, which is what you want to do. True. Well, that part's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so firstly, hold on, let, me, let, let me let me try this. Okay, I was just gonna say I might drive down the street and talk to this guy because it, it seems like he's my neighbor. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna call out two things. One, Florida hospital. He's somewhere down there. You gotta go get yeah, him. Okay. <laughs> uh, two, and also low key. Yeah, the scrubs hat. Now I'm thinking about it. Like, why? Like, he, I I didn't know. I don't know. Like. I don't know. That's that's a whole other thing. But also, yeah, I, I got a lot to say about that. Cardiology. He has yeah. cardiologists. So, <laughs> yes, I know like you're a doctor, you're extremely smart. You can talk to a lot of things. But I'm very curious on why he's giving a talk specifically about fasting. Now, as everyone knows who listens, we talk about fasting. We're a big fan of fasting. There's a lot of benefits to fasting. However, if the layman is correct, it's not like a, a magic bullet that you just fast for one day and you can do whatever you want for several days. No. So I'm going to already say sham on this as the layman. <laughs> Doc Ma, please <laughs> take it away. <laughs> yeah. So this is like the opposite of the last one, Jackie P. So in the last one, we had good science, right? And claims that kind of match the basic science part, right? The the biochemical aspect, looking at a lab in a microscope, but it didn't correlate to humans. This is one where this guy takes care of humans and he doesn't understand the biochemistry. So he's got to go okay. back to first and second year of medical school and remember that stuff. But fortunate for you listeners, that is what functional medicine is all about. My first issue is the attire. You're talking at a, <laughs> you're talking at a public... You're talking at a public speaking engagement and you don't have the time to just change yourself into something that makes you look presentable. You are not that busy. You're not that important. You can take your scrub hat and your scrubs off. It's like the guy that goes to the gym and I had one of these in Cleveland and he would wear his scrubs in the gym. Yeah. Like think about it. If your doctor rolled up into the operating room and had just been working out in nasty scrubs, like remember yeah. that? When we had you on for the first time and we had Bob on back yeah. in the day during the start of COVID, we talked about how gross gyms were. Yeah. yeah. You're bringing like, that dude. into a sterile operative field. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 
So uh, intermittent fasting, the benefits, yes, absolutely. It can benefit insulin resistance, right? The way I think of insulin resistance is, is that your body, the basic mechanism is insulin is your body's signal to bring blood glucose or sugar down in the bloodstream. When we have too much blood glucose in the bloodstream for years, your body gets tired of bringing that signal down. And so it doesn't want to hear it anymore. You know, it's like, yeah. all right, all right. I guess there's some glucose in there. I'm tired. I'm not going to bring it down anymore. And so your cells become resistant to it. And so extra glucose is then stored as energy. And the best way to store energy in the human body is in the form of fat. Glucose is worth about four energy dollars, right? We call those calories, yep. but a fat molecule or a fat, a fat gram of fat has about eight of those in it. So it's just a better way to store energy. When you fast over time, yes, your cells can be more receptive to insulin. However, this is not an immediate effect. And in fact, they've looked at this in both basic science research and also in humans by testing their glucose with these kind of fancy glucometers that you can wear continuously. And in fact, it, it takes at least four days for your body to release a lot of its stores of, of glucose. Um, the other, which is called glycogen. Glycogen is kind of a complex glucose molecule and it's stored uh, in various organs, your liver and in fat cells or in diff different parts of the body like muscle. Um, and it takes at least four days for you to deplete these glycogen stores and for you to be able to start burning other things like fat and for your insulin signaling to kind of reach a homeostatic or a kind of a baseline process. And then the other thing to add is that if you have terrible diabetes, right, and you've had insulin resistance for years and years and years, it's going to take a longer time for that insulin process to become more sensitive. So unfortunately, Jackie P, I think you have found another sham. And I hate uh, to say it, but it's a member of my community. Yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, it's tough. Doubly, too, your Floridian com community, which I, I think I know. is a double, double whammy. <laughs> I know. I know. I got to go and talk to him. I'm going to, yeah. I'll be right back. Let me okay. get <laughs> Where is this guy? What's going on, Maximal Beings? It's Doc Mock here. Many of you are returning to the gym now, but some are not going back. Regardless of what you plan, Rogue has got the right gear to fit your needs. I personally own a barbell set and love it. The black ops shorts are sweat resistant and flexible for getting deep in your squats. Head on over to MaximalBeing.com Rogue for our referral link. Order three items and they ship for free. And as usual, it's Doc Mock and I'm here to maximize your pathway to wellness. If you're stuck at home and cannot make it to the grocery store, Delivery may be the best way to stay clean and healthy. Instacart is the national leader in the direct-to-home delivery service. With numerous major chains and food from smaller stores, you can get those local veggies sent directly to your doorstep. Head on over to MaximalBean.com Instacart and maximize your nutrition today. So this one's a short one. It's effect of alcohol, and it's 22 seconds. Uh Getting, getting I want it to be right. I want it to be right. I want to have hope, you yeah. know, because we're on the internet. Yeah. And I feel like we develop good information. Yeah. And somebody's so, probably out there like playing my video and like this guy's full of yeah. it. But yeah, look it up, buddy. That's yeah. what I say. We do the research. We do. Well, Doc the does research. the research. Yeah. I just kind of ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> you do right. the research. 
Yeah, I do. I do. Don't tell anyone that. Yeah. Trade secret. All right. So, by the way, uh, I heard uh, Jamu Juice can balance your 457. Is that this, uh, this is, is actually true? Yeah, yeah, actually. So, Jamu Juice does a lot of great things besides yeah. protecting your fingers from a cut. A cut. <laughs> it balances your 41K, 43B, 457, and also yeah. changes your tires, rotates wow. them, and changes the oil. <laughs> it is the number one. I say juice that people should be taking advantage of. That's right. And guys, we were not paid for that advertisement. This is how we feel about right. Jammu juice. That's right. If you want to change a tire, <laughs> you need a drink. Drink, drink this juice. <laughs> drink Jammu juice. And then also one key too, as, as a person, so one thing I'm not laying is math. And math is, a, is the world of precision. And so is cooking. Yeah. And so one finger length of ginger yeah it's not a measurement it's a little variable if you have my hands a finger length is like one and a half <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. so i'm just saying and ginger you know you put too much ginger your tummy's gonna be upset with you so <laughs> all right uh, <laughs> this, <laughs> is it time good. for a break is jamu <laughs> commercial coming in all right <laughs> that's right <laughs> We've been sponsored by Jabu Juice. It's that obvious. <laughs> right. What a major conflict of interest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. All right. This was a short one. 22 seconds. The effect of alcohol. Let's go. The effect of alcohol is much more substantial than I realized. To give you a good toilet? reference, the average person has like two and a half hours. What was that? Is he sitting on a toilet? <laughs> <laughs> he actually, holy moly. He really what? looks he is... like it, right? He he's does. Like, Can I move this thing? Position. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's definitely a toilet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, definitely... <laughs> it's convenient. He's it's like, convenient. oh, no. Oh, no. My screen's on. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, we're recording this now? All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, all right. Let's go. Shouldn't have drank that Jammu juice. <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> Too much Jammu juice. <sighs> all right. All right. Let's go. We're professionals, Doc Mock. Let's do this. Right. All right. right. The effects mm -hmm. of alcohol. Let's go. The effect of alcohol is much more substantial than I realized. To give you a good reference, the average person has like two and a half hours of REM sleep per night. So if you have two drinks, right, just two drinks, that goes from two and a half hours to one and a half hours. If you have four drinks, you're going down to 30 minutes. And then six drinks, you're getting less than two minutes total REM sleep. So essentially, your body is not flushing any of those toxins it produces throughout the entire day. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot of math and ratios there that I was like definitely okay. he's definitely fleshing something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so late late man check so if i remember i don't remember what episode it was it was very early on episode it was yourself yes. rn graham shout out to mr graham yeah and uh sharif, sharif. No. Yep. sharif yes you were yeah. talking about sleep yeah and yes, I do remember alcohol does affect your sleep for because, sure. you know, like it just, I don't remember how it affects your sleep, but I know it's not good for you. Cause a lot of folks think, Oh, a little nightcap, a little bourbon, a little bit of a wine, you know, gets me sleepy and I snooze, but counterproductive, counterintuitive. The two and a half things of REM. I don't know what that is. And I don't know how you get two minutes of REM sleep. So, I mean, I feel like it's one of <laughs> it's, it's back to jam juice where it's like, okay, the foundation starts off strong but then as the house gets built it starts to become a little, a little shaky so yeah our doc mock 
tell me what uh, <laughs> this this what's what's wrong with this guy here? Like like what what are your thoughts? Yeah, so I wanted to send a thank you to my muscle bound colleague there for you know spreading <laughs> that general message that yes, alcohol interferes with REM sleep. Well validated in scientific evidence. I encourage all of you to go back and listen to our episode where we have Joe T. Grewal, who is the sleep doctor for the 49ers on, talking about the impact of various things on sleep and sleep hygiene. Um, and it only takes one drink. And in fact, that one drink, Jackie P, sticks around for 14 days, 11 to 14 days, depending on the person and your wow. ability to metabolize alcohol. The way that it does this is it takes phosphatidylcholine. I know it's a long word, but this mm -hmm. is a molecule that is permeable, goes freely through the blood-brain barrier. So think of it as there's a gate and the bad stuff wants to immigrate into your brain country, but this gate says, no, we're not going to let you in without a proper pass or proper clearing. This phosphatidylcholine molecule gets broken down, the choline pops off, alcohol pops onto it, and then it can freely go into your blood-brain barrier without any sort of issues. So then you got the bad guys popping around in your brain. Um, so in terms of his message, this is 100% true that yes, alcohol, even one drink does interfere with sleep. Yes, the more you drink, the worse it gets. And there is actually a, um, another point is that not only does it uh, freely cross into the blood-brain barrier, interfere with your hormones, but you also become somewhat uh, volume depleted or dehydrated during the mm. course of the night. And so therefore that fight or flight system, the sympathetic nervous system kicks into play. So your heart rate starts beating. I don't know if any, any of you have woken up in the middle of the night and you're, you feel like your heart is racing or you feel short of breath. That's what's going on at that time. But the math, the math <laughs> is where I know, yeah. I know. So my friend Dave Botwin, shout out to him. He's listening right now. I know that for a fact. Uh, and he's in the military. He has a degree in mathematics. And mathematics. So wicked smart. He is very smart. And uh, mathematics are a very linear science, right? A mm -hmm. plus B equals C. But this guy doesn't take into <laughs> account that there are other variables. I am not the same size as him. Some of you mm -hmm. may want to be the same size as him, but him drinking one drink will not have the same effects as me drinking one drink. And, and that is for more than just size. It's our metabolic differences. It's the meal that you have with it, the timing of that meal, the fat content of the meal, all these things impact that very linear algebra that he put out there into the universe. So thank you for saying that message, but just, just stay, see, stick the math to the math people. Yeah. And and also, may I say, like, what like what what was wrong with like just broader information? Like, hey, listen, you know, what I learned it drinking really sleep. affects my sleep, so I don't yeah. do it anymore because I'm gonna take care of myself, and that's it. Like, why is always like some sort of like ratio and like yes, like yeah, or like, at a it, at a stipulation? It yeah. depends on you know, or on average. Mm -hmm. Just say yeah. that. On average, most people, yeah. most men, most women. Yeah. All right. Know. So we have time for one more. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm warmed up. The, I'm hyped the 13, up. The 13 year old Jackie saw the title of this and I, I couldn't help myself. It's called Boner <laughs> Shake. <laughs> okay. So we'd like to apologize to all the yes. women listeners out there. Yes. Yes. And all the 
adults listening, I apologize, but it's been a loopy day for me. <laughs> and you know, like, so it's just it's we're just doing this. But just also, I would three-year-olds for like yeah. just a minute or two. Okay. <laughs> yes. And also, I would also like to add that Doc Mock and I have not looked at these videos beforehand. No. So, like, this is just stuff we're just watching. There's no expectation. Like, so, all right. So we're we're getting into it. No more disclaimers. Let's let's check out Boner Shake. <laughs> all right. All right. And are, are we allowed to like like is or can we show this on our YouTube channel? Because two don't words know. together can be really explicit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I hope we don't get re- reported. I know. Uh, I know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so let's do this. All right. Oh, this was a short one, 23 seconds. So there you go. Let's focus up. <laughs> The night before a scene, what I'll typically do is I'll have what I call my boner shake. So my boner shake is really simple. It's just four raw eggs and a scoop of vanilla protein powder and some water. So I've got like all the basic chemical building blocks I need to produce a ton of testosterone while I'm asleep. Like all that cholesterol, good cholesterol. So when I wake up, I I call it my boner shake because if you do that, if you try that, you should wake up the next morning with a raging heart on. Wow. Electric. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what to say. (laughs) you know (laughs) oh boy (laughs) i i think whether this segment works or not i think we're going to continue doing this because this is very fun yeah but okay so we we hope all of you out there are having fun with us yeah sorry guys like i I hope and gals and and folks and everyone uh okay so boner boner so i think it's very clear and i'm gonna start making up backgrounds for folks because this is this is where we are so this person is probably obviously a performer, right? In the yeah. explicit world, right? We're all adults. It's out there, whatever. So I would say he probably has some, I would assume he has some sort of credibility. However, yeah. I don't know. And please, Doc Mont, tell me if I'm wrong, because I'd love to be wrong. I don't know how a ton of protein directly turns into testosterone like i know protein is good for your body but like i don't know if there's like maybe a detail he missed and that's an actual translation and i don't know about like i don't know if there's good cholesterol in protein shakes as well so i feel like there's there's a lot of little nuances (laughs) that he said but the thing is his confidence was crazy i was like wow this guy he's (laughs) he know like he I mean, maybe we should try this shake. Yeah, I don't, right? Like, do some science. Do some. (laughs) Not that I need a a a difficult time with um, confidence. (laughs) Yeah, uh, like, and also, you know, yeah, I don't know. So, I, 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 my thing is, I don't know how protein translates to testosterone, or (laughs) also how, yeah, like, I don't know how also the protein or the protein powder has good cholesterol. Yeah. So, I mean, I so, think maybe, maybe what he's saying has the cholesterol is more the eggs than the protein powder itself. Ooh, I have, n- and I have no beef with like eggs at all. You know, we, we were surrounded in the 1980s and 90s that eggs are bad, right? Eggs mm-hmm. have cholesterol. Cholesterol is bad for you. And that's all started by this guy, Ansel Keys. Um, he had, you know, a multi-continent study. And this guy was a scientist but he was kind of a bully Jackie P and he actually mm. had a lot of voice in um, our government. And so he kind of led the campaign at that time that uh, fat is bad. And we talk about this on 
our two-part episode with Ankur Kalra, who is a cardiology uh, friend, colleague of mine, probably the most brilliant doctor that I, I know, um, to wow. be honest with you. Um, but we talk about this, this uh, multi-continent study and how it kind of led this charge towards uh, healthy grains and, all, and the American Heart Association putting their stamp on different cereal brands at one point in time. And now we're fatter than ever as a result. <laughs> and so, Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. And so thanks, Ansel Keys. America hates you now. Yeah. Um, and just another example of how bullies need to just be yeah. quiet. and go. We don't like bullying. We do not support bullying here at Maximal Bean. I'll tell you that. We do not. We do not. Now, this is similar to our first video in that there is some basic science here that can be helpful. So, yes, cholesterol is a building block of testosterone. Oh. The steroid hormone cascade, it's this kind of block. Everybody had to memorize it in medical school. I was tested on it thoroughly in my functional medicine training. You have cholesterol that's turned into pregnenolone. Pregnenolone turns into progesterone. Yes, that's true. And this happens in all people. That turns into then 17-hydroxy progesterone by 17 lyase, and then into androstenedione, dione, and then into testosterone. That can then be turned into estrogens. All of this can occur in various forms and quantities based upon the amount of fat that you have, the amount of cholesterol that you take into your body, and then all kinds of other inputs. Um, namely, you know, there are a lot of herbs and supplements that we can give to impact this. Um, so like for postpartum women, nettle root has been shown to actually help with shifting away some of the more active forms of estradiol into the less active state to help with, you know, those kind of menopausal symptoms that you can get from the hormone crash um, with good evidence. Now, does taking in a lot of cholesterol correlate with a high amount of testosterone? To some degree, Jackie P, it does. Um, but there's a ceiling, right? Too much cholesterol in can sometimes build up. And just like anything in excess, your your yeah. uh, synth synthetic pack pathways get out of whack. You store it in fat. And you can also store it in your, arter your arteries. And that can cause cardiovascular disease. So it's not a more is better thing for all people. But I see no issue in protein. You know, as long as your kidneys are functioning to some degree, you are going to be able to break down protein okay. Your liver is functioning okay. Um, and you need protein to be able to build things. But I think in this case, it's really the cholesterol that's helping with testosterone. And okay. Jackie P, I'm going to say that erectile dysfunction and testosterone, high or low, are completely unrelated, right? Mm, wow. Okay. You can have that. a normal or high testosterone and you can actually have erectile dysfunction because getting an erection is a very complicated process, contrary to what most people think. <laughs> oh, really? Because <laughs> yeah. from what I know and what I see out there, it seems like a pretty simple equation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but there, there's a lot that can be happening there, right? There, there's psychological inputs mm. in a lot of people. I would imagine, especially in this guy's industry, there are a lot of psychological oh, aspects. Yeah. And, um, and uh, you know, people that take testosterone supplements uh, illegally, right? They have erectile dysfunction. Mm. So again, it's not a linear relationship. And this is another thing where, yes, understanding that basic cholesterol cascade can be a little dangerous. Yeah. So I've got a follow-up question, Doc Mock. One, I gotta say, did not expect that answer. So yeah. I'm glad you have here, you know, to 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 keep to keep me honest, because I was going right. all left field with this guy. So yeah. 
how quick is that turnaround? Because he says the night before. So is yeah. it something like the night before you, you'll get like a little testosterone boost? This is just like the digest. You, it's just the digestion thing. You know, it, yeah. it takes on average your body, you know, it depends on the, the time frame, your motility, the function of your pancreas, blah, 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 all of those things to see how well you are at, at um, digesting things. But um, on average, it takes several hours for us to fully digest the things that we eat. Right. Okay. Okay. You know, those patients that come to me and they say, I ate a salad and I see salad coming out. It's not the salad that you just ate. It's the salad from the day before that you ate. That's just like Got it. physically impossible. Or you have a real big problem that we need to look into. Medically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so what's, what's the final call is, is boner shake. Are, are you giving boner shake a thumbs up halfway thumb? Like, uh, and in, in, in gladiator or thumb down or what, how do we feel? Or is this like a jamu juice situation where it's like, <laughs> ah, it depends on. Yeah. A it's, other a, it's a, it's a job. It, it's not going to hurt you. Right. It's not harmful. This knowledge, but if you want to get an erection, there are many more things that you can take <laughs> in a shake that will do it for you. So if you want to talk about that, email us at team at maximalbeing.com and don't forget to hit the subscribe button leave us a comment because it does yeah. help us to get the word out i would say though all those eggs all the protein it's going to be one gassy dude the next day oh, so the boner yeah. shake might be but maybe your partner may not be wanting to be near yeah. you yeah, if you're egg, farting up the room so yeah, egg, egg farts are a real, that's yeah. A real deal yeah there's <laughs> you ever been in the elevator with a dude on a high protein diet all yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That is that's chemical warfare. So you know, um, not to digress too much, Jackie P, but I did a microbiome test on a very high protein diet at one point in my life. And it is amazing the amount of dysbiosis that you can get, meaning mm. bad bacteria that can pop up when you just have a lot of protein and don't have enough of the other things. So um it's about balance. Yeah. And you gotta have some vegetables, people. I'm sorry to Veggies. say. Gotta do veggies. It. If it's a carrot, eat the carrot. Eat the carrot. That's eat right. the carrot. Uh, yeah. Jackie well, P, this was great. I'm digging this I, segment. We're gonna have I to make this come back. Yeah. I, I hope to, everybody I, did too. Yeah. yeah. Also, I, I will dare say, folks, if you see something, send say something. Us. Yeah. <laughs> send it to us. <laughs> send it to us. So yes. we can say something for you. We'll say something for you. And yeah. you know, just yeah, because th this was fun, and I think there's the internet, of course, never loses, and so there'll be plenty of fodder out there for us to 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 just you know mix it up. Yeah, uh, well, really listen, an idea, Jackie P. As always. Oh, oh thank you, thank you. I, I it's just you know I just got tired of seeing the stuff, you know. So I figured you know <laughs> let's put it in front of the dock and let them chop it up. So that's right. Everyone, listen. It's 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 been fun. It's been real. Please let us know what you think. Please share your thoughts. Everything with us. As, of course, this is myself, Jackie P, signing out. Appreciate you guys. Doc Mock, do that thing you do. Yeah, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Leave us a comment. It does help us to get the word out. If you have any questions or want to undergo one of our gut health revitalization programs, email us at team at maximalbeing.com, or you can head to maximalbeing.com and hit the, the contact bar, and I will get back to you personally, believe it or not. Jackie P, uh, I've been doing a lot of individual consulting and, um, you know, I feel so honored to be a part of these people's lives. I, I just saw a woman that, uh, has seen eight other gastroenterologists, Whoa. including very reputable, very big places. Not that my institution is not, but.
But um, I found a parasite in her testing. And I think that if we get rid of this parasite, it's going to make her feel a whole lot better. So sometimes you just got to look at things with a different lens and not just yeah. scope somebody. That's incredible. Well, congrats to you and congrats to her. I hope it works out. Yeah. We'll talk to you next time, Maximal Beings. And as always, I'm Doc Mock, and I'm here with Jackie P. And we are here to maximize your health. What's going on, Maximal Beings? Doc Mock here. If you haven't done so already, leave us a comment and hit the subscribe button. Let your friends and family know. That way we can get the word out and continue to bash the bro science.